It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as well. Makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did. I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, going. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alfredo's Podcast, official podcast of Digital and Creative Media Works. Each week, we take something from pop culture and try to break it down to better understand it. My name is David. My name is Ben. Really struggled saying pop culture just then. I got all the P's and C's. And pop culture. Kind of got in my mouth a bit. Your mouth just like um, sealed shut on the P's. Yeah, it's it was like... The- it's my wicked hangover. Is I've still got a bit of dry mouth happening, so oh. it's kind of like <laughs> yeah, David's wicked hangover after having two I had beers, two beers last night because I didn't eat food yesterday. <laughs> wicked, was, I, hardcore, dude. It was very like sad. Like <laughs> I, I think I think the, the the verb I'd use is it was embarrassing how embarrassing. hungover I was this morning. Like that's I went, the kind of thing where if you ever if if you worked in an Australian workplace mm-hmm. and you like told anyone, you would get like you would just get r- hung out. For that, you would get I mean, I'm hung sure on the line. I'm sure I'm gonna get some shit from it. Oh, shit for that from my audience, probably. <laughs> um, but so this week is kind of an interesting one because it's it's your topic, but we both want to chime in on the same side. Yeah. I think I, I struggled with this because all my opinions are about video games because I just have I'm just not cultured in the all, slightest. All I've been doing is playing video games uh, the last few weeks. So yeah, in my episode when I was doing my episode, I was like, I want to do another video game. It was but it I- was either this or I was going to talk about Shrek for half an hour, but the prospect of rewatching Shrek just really wasn't. I wasn't really feeling it. Yeah, you probably were too sober for that. I think as an adult, Trek is great, but man, you have to either be stoned or drunk because it is a tough watch. Yeah, and I'll I would have honest. had to watch both of them. We may come back to Shrek. We might get, we might do a Patreon-only Shrek. We might watch all of the Shrek films like oh, we did God, the Marvel I'd films and we'll rank that. them. That's such a good idea. That might be our next, <laughs> our next journey. The Road um, to Shrek 5 because they're doing a Shrek 5. Are they? They're doing a Shrek Five. Wait, do we have to watch all of? As, do we have to also watch all the Puss in Boots stuff? Because that's okay. Oh yeah, that's 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 the SCU, Shit. the Shrek Cinematic Universe. <laughs> but that being said, because opinions about Shrek weren't something that we wanted to no. dive into this week, we're talking about the defense of Rick and Morty. Well, I'm talking about the defense well, of Rick I, and Morty. I was see last time I let you do the intro, you totally goofed it up big time. Right, so you took just, a big dookie on the structure the, of the show. Taking the reins back. Yeah, I, I was yeah. like, I trusted it to you. I, I kind of, mm. I let you go. You were a kid. I put you on the tricycle. You and fell I just off fucking immediately. fell off immediately. <laughs> you fucking broke your collarbone. Yeah. And I was like, here's some fucking, here's some. Here's a helmet. Here's a helmet. My goddamn yeah. idiot child. Dipshit. Now you can't ride the bike for three uh. months because you broke your fucking collarbone. Mm. So you kind of proposed this in an interesting way, which I am excited to get into. So I... why don't you talk us through what your thought process was? So I f- I fucking hate this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate Rick and Morty so much, mm-hmm. but I feel like it needs to be defended. Okay. And that's 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 the starting point. Because so why do you hate it? Let's start start at the start. And <laughs> so let's let's start it. Let's start at the very start. So like Rick and Morty season one came out. I started watching it like halfway through. Yeah. I think like towards the end of it, I started watching, and it's like, did you fuck with it? What did you think? I mean, like, I watched it when it came out on YouTube via some guy that was just ripping it. Yeah, that's that's a thing that is big in the Rick and Morty. Thing, yeah, basically. like I was, I, was or I think I binged all of it through like some weird rip where like the video itself was like being framed by like a fake cinema image to break through the YouTube's copyright, yeah. which I thought was hilarious. Um, 
So I watched that and I, I think, yeah, I think I mostly binged season one before, like after it finished, or I think just around when it finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, that was fine. Like I was unemployed. I had nothing going on in my life. Gotta, gotta, this was like, some rec- this would have been yeah. like, what, like three years ago? Yeah. I mean, ironically, you would have probably represented the fan base quite well. Oh yeah, absolutely. You, like you, I was like a uni student, played a lot of video- video unemployed, a lot yeah. of video games, like self entitled, yeah. thought I was a sort of you know i've always said that about failing you. all my classes but f- think i'm smart it, rick and morty like, when was the season when did the first season come out i'm gonna give it a quick i want to say three years ago i'm trying to work out if we started this show before did we definitely started the show before we started the show way before yeah. <laughs> we've been doing this for too long mm. we did we started the show a bit before um okay, but give it a goose. it Keep was going. i i i went back through all of our episodes and rick and morty as uh, season one is in there um, oh okay cool so it definitely happened when we when we were starting this yeah um and so, like, season one was, like, all right, it's sort of interesting show. And it, like, it didn't really, like... Did it Did it end with a cliffhanger? I don't remember. Uh, I think it did, Season vaguely. one ends with... That's when Rick goes to Galactic Prison, isn't it? No, that's, like, season two. Uh, that's season two. Oh, no, season one ends when they've frozen time. Yeah. And they have, like... they, they And season two opens with them unfreezing time. Yeah. Um, and season two ends with Rick him going to prison. Galactic Prison. Yeah. And then season three ends with, like, him, like, leaving or, like, the beth thing i don't know oh, anyway who, who, g- who gives a shit it's a garbage show who remembers so yeah 2013 actually fuck this shit's yeah. been around for ages oh, five years ago jesus christ like, maybe there was a bigger gap between some of some seasons I, I think we started this podcast about the f- around 2014 no no we started this 2013 i think okay um but yeah we started the show just before the right Rick and Morty came out. so season one was like all right i binged it out it was just like one of those things it didn't like hit me in the same way that like bojack horseman did mm-hmm. like that like i attached to that but like rick and morty was just like it was like whatever but like i was the target audience yeah i th- I, th- I think certainly in those early days there was a tendency for the show especially because like no one had really done anything like it before like it was kind of like um futurama but kind of i don't know like it, it's so dan Harmon in that show like it it, it uses every ounce of his, like, writing person. Like, you, you compare Rick and Morty to Community Season 1, and, like, the overlap of themes is, like, it's all about control. Like, the whole... Sh- everything he writes seems to be about control. Right. And to me, it's interesting, like, Season 3 of the show kind of explores control, but it looks at, like, the addictiveness of Rick. So, it's it's interesting that when that came out, the target was, like... Well, the, the target market it found was, like, nerds who don't have jobs. Yeah. If you think about, like, the <laughs> themes of the show are about, like, people who aren't in control. It's just yeah. interesting, kind of, who it attracted. Yeah. Um. And season two, I think I watched season two fairly, like, not religiously, but season two was when it started getting big. Yeah, season um, two was when it got, it was huge on Reddit. And it got to the two. point where, like, I would go onto Facebook and there would be, Facebook would have sent me, like, one of like an, another like rip of the show but like not skirting any copyright because like it's facebook video. in facebook videos that someone had uploaded and like one of my friends had commented or something yeah. or like it was just you probably want to see this yeah, and you went i do thank you for and it was like i do so like every wednesday i think would watch rick and morty i think we both did that for a while because it just did, came up on it facebook. just came up yeah um and so, and that's probably the reason why Rick and Morty did really well. I feel like Facebook was half of the weirdly I, half of their it's advertising. It's like Reddit plus Facebook. Yeah. And it created like that Because it's like, we don't have Adult Swim here. Like, I don't even know how to legally get it's Adult on Swim. F- it's part of... F- it's probably on Foxtel, but like, I don't know. I don't... No, I don't like, think... I've it never is. had Foxtel. I actually think they... Well, Rick and Morty's on Netflix. That's the only place It is on Netflix now. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in um, Australia. But, <laughs> that's really weird. You, that's... It's always after the season... 
Uh, well, season oh, three it was a week after, which was pretty good. Because oh, they, yeah, they really they, pushed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they did it like Because they kept getting stolen. They really yeah. pushed to have that happen. Um, it's smart. So, yeah, I think I rewatched Rick and Morty on Netflix. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> to not have time. the weird border. Yeah. And so season two was like the point where, yeah, that was where the show got really big. And at that stage, <clears throat> it was big, but it was, it was like a healthy big. It was like a healthy growing baby boy. It was in a good spot. Yeah. It was, it was like in its, it was sort of pre-teenage years. Yeah, it was, <laughs> this it is a weird a, analogy. It wasn't like a, yeah, I don't know. And then it started masturbating. I don't know where you're going. With this, <laughs> but like it, um, it, I, <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's just break away from the analogy. Ah, um. <laughs> I don't think you understand what metaphors are, Ben, because mm. you started one before we started recording that made no fucking sense whatsoever, and I didn't call you on it, but yeah. my, my hot take is Ben doesn't quite understand analogies. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think you're right. Like, it was in a good, a good place where it was just complex enough that when you watched it, you felt smart for understanding what was happening. But not in like a, but not a, I, I in, more think, of a in more of like a, um, like a referential, like... Uh, bloody like Big Bang Theory kind of way, no, rather it's, than it's, rather well, than Futurama. Like it's in if you have Futurama on one side, where it's like jokes that you have to that if you're smart you'll understand, and then Big Bang Theory where it's like jokes that that make fun of that being smart. make fun of being smart and everyone understands because the like the smartness isn't like the yeah. cleverness isn't the well, joke. It's just yeah. the fact that they're saying things that sound clever is the joke yeah. or, or they say yeah they say something smart and the reason it's funny is because that's something a smart person would say yeah not because of the no. smart thing they say because they think funny. they think nerds are idiots that, yeah. that whole show is just they think nerds are and like rick and morty is like it's like in the middle right rick and morty's like dead it's, it's well it's like dead center it's interesting because it does both because it's and- got like in all of the the smart stuff is very much like a layer down like it's not it's not like directly dialogue that's being said or like directly something it's that's so shown on subtext. screen. Yeah, it's like it's layers beneath where it's like it's more like philosophy and like all this other garbage. Because and- you can watch. So, a good example, a good touch point that I think from season three, I didn't want to like jump the gun. I, knew, I know you're going chronologically, but season three's biggest problem, I think, is it was it's the show is so popular now that people are only reacting or the, the people who have the loudest voice are the ones reacting to. The surface level stuff, right? So a good example is like that episode of Pickle Rick. I mean, a, no, let me, let me, let us let's just preface this episode by saying yes, we are acknowledging Pickle Rick in this episode. Well, I want I want to explain Pickle Rick, and then don't explain Pickle Rick. No, but like, <laughs> it but, doesn't need explaining. It's dumb. It, but it's not though. Like his, like here's the thing. It's not. It's it's dumb in the sense that like yeah it's a spectacle and like they they almost weren't gonna do it because Dan Han was like this is like too silly. <laughs> this is really- but like the, if if you watch that episode and you're actually like paying attention, it's about like alcoholism. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean- he's literally pickled. Like it's not. <laughs> but then there's there's layers to it that are kind of interesting with the way it plays out and the show ostensibly is trying to say like be a Jerry. Like Jerry's all right. Like if you can't be a Jerry, Jerry's make the world go round. At least he participates in the illusion. Rick is the fucking worst. But everyone's like, everyone misinterprets everyone's like, like all the fuck. Stuff, don't the be surface a Jerry. All the stuff. They're like, Rick's awesome, and I'm also smart. So that means well, the smart show, people are assholes. The like, show literally says there are lines that Rick says where he's like, "Don't be a Jerry," like mm. because there are multiple Jerrys in, yep. in the sort of mm-hmm. ethos. Yeah, yeah. Like there is literal dialogue where it's like, "Don't be a Jerry," but Which the is, show is like, "Nah, maybe do." The whole show is like, maybe like participate, maybe like be present in you, like be someone like Jerry. Don't be Jerry, but like actually like. Like, he engages with the people... He might be the worst, but he engages with people in his life in a way that's, like, at least possibly healthy. Everyone Ooh. else is a fucking monster or an idiot. 
and like that that kind of discourse around that episode i think was endemic of like the show's problem like the yeah. show's problem so yeah so season three thank you for jumping the gun um season three Fuck your structure, <laughs> bitch. season three was like post season two finale people were like fucking fanging for a season three yeah and like i was excited in the sense that it was like a like let's you know like oh cool the season's over they like basically confirmed this a new season yeah i'm looking forward to it in the same way where i'm looking forward to being ruined by like new bojack seasons when is new bojack Isn't uh it september July? 14th just got september? announced okay cool today yeah <sighs> that'll be soon it's, it's um, really soon i'm not ready <laughs> um and it's yeah so it's like it's sort of like a like a base level excitement where it's like cool more rick and morty yeah, like sure um then the first episode came out the internet lost their um, fucking mind and like oh also yeah we're acknowledging szechuan sauce in this episode yeah um yeah, i forgot yeah. that that happened actually yeah, it's kind of so a, yeah was so picker rick was season two no it had to have wait picker rick season three really yeah so Okay, season, so so season so, three, season three is about Jerry and Beth's divorce see, and Pickle Rick. Right, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, it's during, during the counseling, the, during the counseling. after the divorce. Because because the 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 Szechuan sauce wars episode one season three, like and but the the McDonald's thing that yeah so that, that was like po- that was like a month or two later because Pickle Rick had happened when that happened. Well, no, because. That, when that they ep- brought Szechuan sauce back, it was like a month after episode one. Yeah, dropped. but episode one came out several months oh, super before the early. season. Yeah, actually, because no, they dropped right. it on April. Yeah, 1st, yeah, 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 or whenever right, it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so it's a weird it's, timeline it's that weird, happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Szechuan sauce happened, and it's like that kind of got me memed into oblivion. And like at that point, I was like, "This is fine." Like the show's still solid. Yeah, it was like you know. that was a you know that was a that was a crazy first episode. It had bloody Mister Firefly Boy. Nathan Fillion, he was had, great in it. You know, he was really interesting. Like they basically ended it with just a meme, and they re- like they yeah. they really ham fisted it. Like they were going in on this dumb Szechuan sauce meme. Well, they, but the thing is, they okay. Like the, the whole like the only reason I'm doing this no, is they, the Szechuan okay, sauce. But the thing is, they totally didn't. Like th- people completely misinter retroactively misinterpreted that. <laughs> retroactively misinterpreted. Like, so if, well, <laughs> is that is that just another word for don't fucking understand? But in in hindsight, they didn't get it okay so in, in an episode of harmontown <laughs> they retroactively misunderstood it. in an episode of harmontown right after like people got crazy about the session right. and they tried to like yell at mcdonald's employees um dan Harmon was like yeah that was just like a throwaway line that someone in the writer's room like put in the script and we, we were going to change it later and we just never changed it right because and it was like an obscure reference that i think only justin Rowland and someone else understood and they were like it's fine no one's gonna get it it's like an in joke yeah, yeah they won't know like they're like we just need rick to say something stupid but like people attach to it as yeah not it, just rick saying something stupid because it's a throwaway yeah, the, line the bit but there, like the bit it there being is, the important yeah, part because the bit there is that it's actually not important what the reason is the the, the fact that he's pretending to be interested in this thing is the distraction he's using to escape yeah the point of it isn't the thing itself but people got so attached to that surface level like the source they lost their fucking minds they just where they went burko and they were like yes i will maybe I nearly want, kill an employee like now i want the source for just no reason apart from so a, dumb so god <laughs> just like fuck so I, I think this is so i mean the rest of the season three went came and went pickle rick happened after that not much 
was just a season. I thought it was just pretty solid, yeah. Yeah, like the the season was fine. Like Pickle Rick was like episode four. That Mad Max episode was dope. Was oh yeah, that really was cool really good. ideas. Like season, season yeah. I think episode three or four was the Pickle Rick one. So I think like, it was four, yeah. They got the they got the shit out of the system fairly quickly. Yeah. And then they just had it was just, it was just like more, more 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 Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um But man, the, the show is just hot garbage now. Like even going back, it's like it's hard to rewatch these episodes without seeing without seeing Rick and Morty. Uh, yeah, the internet's like, kind you... of ruined the show. <laughs> and I mean, it's a really like dumb perspective to have. Where it's well, like it's I don't not... like this show because it... other people made it bad for but me. But it's hard not to. Like it really is. Like when you rewatch it, like it's hard not to like a when s- when he becomes a pickle, you go. <sighs> but, like, it's actually like a really cool interesting episode and like it's gregarious in all the right ways to be making the point that it's trying to make but when you watch it all you fucking think about is how much all of these nerds loved pickle rick and and literally like i, I this there's happened a, there's a um there's we, a pickle rick pop vinyl i there's pop vinyls of everything doesn't surprise me um we, there's, we were, a, there's a i'd like to take this moment to say that they made a pop vinyl of the dead princess diana because that's that seems tasteful yeah i yeah I don't know if I like it's not, that. Not endorsed. Wow. They well, they made it of the entire royal family. Not endorsed. Well, and they also made one of Diana. To be fair. And it's like... Can I get a Jesus pop vinyl? Because you know he did. <laughs> can, I get the, can I get the Jesus of Nab- Nazareth? Yeah. Um, no, what I was going to say was... <laughs> There's we, two colors. There's white Jesus and Arab Jesus. Well, it's, no, they should have one of every race. One of so, every depending race. Depending on where you are. White can, Jesus, Korean Jesus, Yeah, it's Jesus. all of them. Whichever, yeah, whichever one. Yeah. yeah, I want Japanese Jesus. <laughs> I fuck with him. Um, would there be a Japanese Jesus? Oh, big time! Is there? Is there? A Have big you not Christian... been to churches in like any country ever? Big... I I've never been to Japan. Yeah, there's, there's... is there a big Christian community in Japan? Yeah, there's big Christian communities everywhere, dog. They yeah, took I over guess. the world. They yeah, colonized the world. Um, yeah, no, the right. point I was gonna make was we were at a party just after, just when season three was coming out, and I was I was saying before the party, I was like, I can't remember the context um of what we were talking about, but I was like, yeah, you know, you, um, people are gonna talk about you know this it stuff. Was... It was, a, it was someone's, it was someone's, someone's like new, it was, uh, I'm not going to say a name, but no. it was, it was like a big, big birthday. Yeah, event. it was a Lots big birthday for someone. At, and- a, at a fairly chic place and someone was wearing, I don't know if they were wearing. Wait, a- are we referring to the same party? I don't think we are. It was, I was thinking it was of a one- certain person's new We played pool. No, I'm thinking of something else. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. And, and certain he, person. Well, and they, yeah. And he said out loud. He said. Pickle Rick. And I nearly <laughs> fucking died. Like, in normal conversation, like, we were having a conversation about Nick Robinson getting, quote-unquote, fired, fired from, from Polygon. Polygon. And I was like, I get that what he did was bad, but, like, no, like, no one's actually saying what he did was wrong. They're just saying it was unprofessional, yet they fired him anyway. It seems like that that overcorrection is part of, like, the natural discourse with this, like, progress that we're having. And then it came up that, like, he was a video game, and we were talking about that stuff, and it somehow came up that we were talking about Rick and Morty, and I was like, yeah, I just don't get the fan base. And this dude, like, literally out loud in a public place with other people around said Pickle Rick! They nearly died! (laughs) I was like, you've ruined this for me! I can't fucking talk about it in public. If I say, if I say Rick and Morty in public, someone's gonna be Pickle Rick, it's fuck off. Well, you get, you get, you get, well... Oh, I'm incensed by that. So, still, so like twelve furious. Twelve months on, twelve months. It's been a while since season three. It's been a probably grip. about six, six to twelve months. Could be longer. Who the fuck knows? So we've come to this point in time now where, like, pick like pick or Rick, fuck me, mm-hmm. Rick and Morty. It's sort of it's it's gone past the natural peak of it just being released. 
Yeah. They're going to do a season four at some point. Fuck me. Um, um, yeah, they are. Um, didn't they confirm like 500 more episodes or no, something? No, I mean, Harmon's basically confirmed that once they get it to syndication, he's going to stop writing it What's and that shut mean? it down. 100 episodes. Okay. Just for the money. Right. Uh, he said that more. He's like, he's like, I just need that paycheck. I don't, nice. know, what, I don't know what you guys are doing, but 100 episodes, we're out. Sweet. So, they we're, we're sort of in this lull. And now it's like, Rick and Morty as a show is like synonymous with like, Two things, like pseudo-intellectual dickheads. Yep. And then just people ragging on the show nonstop. Yeah, I've noticed that. The criticism of it because of... Yeah, like there's... And because of its existence. The, that's interesting, though, yeah. when you think about the cultural landscape we're in with TV, where like only... Oh, this is going to sound really bad, but like only people <laughs> that have like critical thinking when they watch TV, like actually only people who analyze stuff watch The Big Bang Theory and go, <clears throat> oh, this is awful for culture and the world. But everyone else in normal life, every other person you meet, every other human that you just have that you work with, they all think Big Bang is really funny and they don't see why it's problematic, right? Because they're not thinking about it. Right. Rick and Morty has the problem of, it's now got this reputation as being this bunch of fucked up nerds who don't know how to socialize or interact with other humans, just <coughs> espousing nonsense at the internet, hoping for a reaction. Yeah. That's what this show is. But that's not what the show's about. Like, they've, they've like taken it and made it yeah into something else and, there, and there's there's sort of a weird problem where and this and i sort of thought about this when wisecrack did and did an episode on rick and morty I, like I, like a month ago i think and I, I was like yeah I was like, and my first reaction was just like why are you still doing a video on rick and morty like they're just, not yeah well, they're not in the zeitgeist anymore yeah but they like they did episodes right when rick and morty season three dropped because mm. you know we fucking did episodes when it dropped yeah like, we were just fucking fanging for that money yes yeah, um cool. i don't know how the, much money you think we made for, for the views yeah um that, that'll be nice about bojack coming out you know we're gonna get spike oh, again we're, we're gonna get people, that, people that come bo- to those bojack this is, hey if you're listening to this and you come to us just for bojack i appreciate you <laughs> I appreciate the appreciate the love because yeah. i know it's a lot of you <laughs> just the analytics tell me it's, it's a most it's of you bojack <laughs> Bo Burnham. The subscriptions in our yeah, the subscriptions in our podcast feed are like this number. These are regular listeners. Bo Burnham, Bo Jack. Bo Jack. That's yeah. like the stack of how that goes. We love you. Thank you for joining. Yeah, us. thanks for being here. Um, but it's so like when the when the show came out, like it made sense to do content. Like it's, I'm talking about Wisecrack here because yeah. they I think they're really interesting. So when the show came out, they did what they did. They took it. They did a philosophy episode on it, which fit well reasonably because. The show was kind of about that. They kind of just said what was fairly, you know, like fairly standard analysis about. But nice like, that the... someone can explain it to the nerds who. Yeah, and about... like and yeah. package it in a way that's easy to digest and maybe throw in a few memes. Like, it's I fun. love. I like their their presentation yeah. style. So fun. Yeah. Um. And when they when they did a video, more recently, and I and I watched it, it was it was very much like the same kind of thing. It was just like more philosophy. I don't really know why they made it. Um. But. I, th- I think, I there think was Jared a re- just really likes it. I think there was a life. reason, but I forget why. It was a while ago. Yeah. Um, but it, it sort of created this thing where, like, that video existing in such a neutral space where they're not praising this, they're not praising the show to, like, to the ends of the earth. They're not, like, memeing all over it, screaming Pickle Rick and punching McDonald's yeah, they, employees. They're just actually talking about it. And at the same time, they're not like like ridiculing it as the fall of culture and western society like some other people do but because of its existence it almost validates the existence of those extremes oh yeah i see because you have this thing where 
because it's so neutral and easy to consume, and it's not their fault that it's easy to consume. Like that's just make their really point. Good stuff. It means that it's really easy to chew on it, digest it, and then spew your bullshit, regardless, uh, like whatever side it is. That's interesting. So it's easy to go into the video and then throw it up on Reddit on your favorite Rick and Morty fan page subreddit, yeah. and everyone go, "Oh, look! This is so cool! Look how smart this show is! Look, look okay. how like look how deep and meaningful Rick and Morty is." And in the same vein, someone can take it, throw it on their, like, hate forum, (laughs) and be like, look at these dickheads thinking that Rick and Morty has meaning. What fucking pseudo-intellectual bullshit is this? That's kind of an interesting... And it's because it exists in that middle space, and this goes for pretty much any analysis of Rick and Morty nowadays, it can be taken and digested by both sides, and because it has, you know, because any analysis of the show has to have some sort of you know, it has to look into the fact that, like, yes, this the show does have messages at points. That in itself just feeds both these camps of people who like want Rick and Morty to validate yeah, their for a reason yeah. to validate their existence. But that's like that, and then the yeah. people who also want Rick and Morty to also kind of validate their existence, but in a more negative light. I'd never thought about it like that. That is so interesting. Yeah. And in the same way, that's exactly what this video, what this well, that's podcast what we is doing. Do. That's what our podcast is. is we it's kind like of central analysis, and we actually talk about stuff, and we have discourse. But it's it's you know in the past like what 20, 20, 30 minutes we've we've shit on Rick and Morty and its fan base, but, but we've also, also sung its praises. Which is a complicated... And that's exactly what these videos that kind of... They don't really flip-flop as much as we have, but they sort of take a line of, let's just analyze it in a very cold and then package it in a nice way, but not, analytical way. I, th- I think... So what you're saying is, and I, I kind of agree with you, I, th- I think one of, the, one of the things that when you're making content like that and when you're discussing stuff, discourse has to exist in context. It's all good and well to say, like... In, in this point, like, you know, this thing in a vacuum is this. Yeah. But I think Rick and Morty is an interesting show because you have to talk about the context because of what the context has created. Like, you yeah. can't ignore how complicated the fan base is and how, you know, divisive the show is. And, like, they have this huge alt-right following of the show. And Dan Harmon's like, how did that happen? <laughs> like, he's like, you know, yeah. it's, 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 like, yeah. it's like kids who like, you know, cool, funny cartoons... Um, Adults who who were, like, quite intelligent and, like, are able to kind of pick through and enjoy the show for, like, on its different layers. And then it's just, like, this big clump of alt-right people who really like it. And he's like, how did we get fucking Nazis? (laughs) Like, how did that happen? Yeah. It's it's just a scale thing. Like, it's just so big now that that's, like, inevitable with anything. You're always gonna, you know, especially a show like that where it's so, like, the surface level makes you feel smart. It does, like, it does not surprise me. Even sort of the layers beneath it can make you feel smart yeah but at least those layers beneath they don't make you feel smart because oh i know i understood that reference they kind of there's a bit more to it yeah there's a little bit more to it not enough for it to be like groundbreaking literature it's not bojack like oh it's i mean like bojack isn't even groundbreaking literature but it's like season one kind of gets that (laughs) but it's like you know this isn't something that you know in a philosophy course, you're going to be watching for, you know, you're going to be reading literature. Yeah. But it's, it's like, it, there's enough of it there that it, it kind of, you know, those people who feed off that kind of pseudo intellectual mm-hmm. bullshit kind of like, ah, oh, I'm smart because I've read. I've done work it out. I've read some guy's name I can't pronounce. Um, 
Ayn Rand. Let's go with that one. Okay. <laughs> I can sure. pronounce Not much Ayn relation Rand. to Rick Morty, but that's okay. But it's like, um, and then you have this other group of people who are like just feeding off the fact that they kind of get smug enjoyment out of those other people enjoying it. You see that? So, yeah. There's like, there's kind of parallels to this and some other groups on the internet, which, look, I subscribe to a few of them. But so there's there's some people on the internet who are just kind of notorious for being horrible. Mm-hmm. So people like DSP Phil, shout out to anyone who knows him. People like Wings of Redemption. There's like these people who, for some reason, just keep doing things that it's just like, you should just get off the internet. But yeah, they just take they, a month off. Yeah, but they kind of just stick around and they just, they just keep making mistakes. And people yeah. just get immense enjoyment out of watching these people just flail around. To be fair, I and like I yeah. do as well. I think it's hilarious. Sometimes. Yeah. It's it's but funny it, until it starts hurting other people. Oh, at a certain point, Which you're like, we, I'm gonna. We've I'm gonna seen with from it. like we've seen with like some of the big YouTubers. Like, there's a threshold there. Yeah, where it's like, oh, you're actually hurting people. Yeah, well, yeah. like most of this stuff is usually just like self-inflicted or just they're just kind of you know just dumb. You're just kind of watching their stupidity and either anyway, that's. It's sort of like that kind of thing where, like, there's a group of people who, you know, legitimately enjoy a thing for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe they f- they find some enjoyment from it. Yeah, but then I there's, like Rick and Morty. Yeah, and then there's a group of people who... And that group is usually bigger because it's easier to be in that group. And also easier to be in that group and be silent because you go, I watch my TV, I'm going to go walk my dog now and forget well, about it's, it's it. Easier, well, it's easier to be in the group that hates something because you don't actually have to... To engage engage with the thing, it's a very yeah. easy way of being being cynical. Being is, part of being yeah, cynical, so it's easy. so easy. <laughs> it this, this like the point you're making. I, I I love that. I love that because I think you know, and we we kind of we transit like we started in that camp of like I think with everything when when we started this podcast, like it was very easy for us to be like that's not good for these reasons. Yeah. and you know, I think one of the hardest things for us over the course of like we've watched and listened to and read, uh, you know, played so Too many, much like, stuff across the course of the life <laughs> the life cycle of this this podcast. That like I think we went from the easy thing is being cynical, and you could do that forever. And yeah. like you see that with like um, uh, what's his face that that uh, that the Yahtzee guy, the zero punctuation fella. Zero punctuation. His, his thing is kind of nostalgia critic. There's a whole range of people like, that are like Angry that. Joe. Yeah, that, yeah, it's a whole thing where it's, it's very like, easy to just. To be cynical and go and and hate everything because it's not as good as it could be. And I think for us, it's taken us a long time to get to the point now where like we genuinely can just enjoy. Like I think as well because we part of what we do is analyze stuff. It is hard to enjoy things, but now like we can be like, hey, I actually really fucking like that, Mm. even though it was not great. I had a bawling time, like solo. Oh, so solo is is like currently like the most middling film like in sort of like review spaces and things like that. But it's like. Look back on our episode, it was just like, we just kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> we, just, we, we enjoyed it for what it's it was. So, it's really weird, That's yeah. kind of like, that's like a fun thing to be able to do. But it takes like, there's like, not to like, I, I'm not talking about us specifically, but like, it takes like a level of, of um, you have to wear it on the chin when you're actually earnest about liking something. And I think it's, as you're saying, it's so easy to be like part of the mass that goes, yeah, I like Rick and Morty, but season three is doo-doo. No or good. it's so easy to just you know. be like, ah, oh, Rick and Morty, fuck that show. Uh, all, their, yeah. all their fans are fucking idiots. But they still watch it, and you're like, yeah. Oh, know. yeah, I mean, a lot of people... everyone watches yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> if you have kids, you know what Rick and Morty is. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, it's it's interesting to me that that's a place that we've arrived in, in culture, where the discourse 
can only be like controlled by people who are being cynical. Like there's no mm. room for like this earnest I I enjoyed something. And if you do, people like scream at you why you're wrong. Yeah. Like people well, who people I who mean, like The Last Jedi, people like <clears throat> you can fucking kill yourself. It's the worst thing to happen to Star Wars. Like what are you talking about? The, the they next, like the one with the swords and the space with the the next thing for to hit that. It's probably already hit it, but I just haven't paid attention this Fortnite. Like that's that's running through the the trench of popularity. I think it might just be big enough that because it's free, that might never happen. I've, oh I've, no, it'll happen eventually. Okay. Like same thing happened to, to League of Legends. I've been frustrated. People just kind yeah. of started shitting on people who played League of Legends just because it was that big game that everyone's but, like, playing. Fortnite is like the biggest game of all time. So I don't know. Yeah, League of Legends was the biggest game of all time. Yeah, well, that's because that's how that works over time. The next one is going to be the biggest because that's how. Oh, it gets bigger. Records yeah, yeah, yeah. Work, right, Ben. Um, well, I mean, what, I mean, it it can be like the currently biggest. Yeah, but like you can play Fortnite on a fucking potato. Like it's on your iPhone, it's yeah, on your it's Android, it's on every what whatnot device. It's probably on my fridge. Like you know, like you know what Smart I mean. Like fridge. It's, yeah, it's probably ah, Skyrim is on Alexa. That's very funny, and apparently it's quite good. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, like like to me, that's interesting that we've reached that point in discourse where it's like, yeah, you're either like cynically being like, that's no good, or you have to struggle against this army of people just screeching you know, hate and, and death threats at you. And a very small portion willing to actually have a conversation. And I, I, I agree that I, I struggle to rewatch Rick and Morty because all I can think about is what everyone else thinks about it. Yeah. Um, which well, might what, be, yeah, will, I, what will all the popular kids at school think of me watching Rick and Morty? They'll, they'll think it's fine because everyone watches Rick and Morty. Um, no, everyone's just too busy playing Fortnite Yeah, they're right too busy now. playing Fortnite on their cell phone. But no, I think it's probably a good place to end. But if you've got any recommendations, I know you don't because you never prepare for this segment. Look! We just we just moved in. We have no internet. Okay. I can't do anything. Okay, Mister Defensive. I, I wake up. I look at even the when Smash you... Brothers subreddit, and then I okay. go to work. That's that's been my life for the past week. About as sad as it sounds, folks. <laughs> um, you even when you have internet, you don't prepare for the segment. So I don't know yeah, why well, I ask you. Now I have an excuse. Yeah, so. well, temporarily. <laughs> um, I've got internet back, but I uh, I'm still recovering from the still moon. recovering from not having internet. Sorry, uh, don't have anything. I've been doing nothing but play the Darkest Dungeon DLC. It's that's the same recommendations last week. Damn, you're not allowed to do that. Oh, I, I can't do rules. two weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, oh, God, uh, what have I been watching? Oh, I I started watching Archer, um, which I'd never really watched before. I'd really? seen it on the TV sometimes, huh. but it's on I've, Netflix. I've, so. Powered through a lot of Archer. Yeah, so I watched it a few episodes today. I got up to Archer Vice and then kind of just stopped watching. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's real fun. I like it. Oh, Um, it's a good show. Yeah, it's it's very like complicated to try and pay attention to because it's like a lot going on. Like with the the joke structure is very complicated. Yeah, you have to be really paying attention to get the jokes. Jokes take about like five minutes to land in that show, and it'll be like two separate jokes will land back to back, but they wouldn't have worked unless they were back to back. Like a joke will start at the start of the episode, and it will take the entire episode to resolve and then it'll it's drop really cool. i like feel like oh, okay it's really fun I, yeah. I, i'm having a good time with it but yeah that, that's mainly what i've been peeping i've also been rereading um the dresden files by jim butcher um because and and the first harry potter book as homework for um for writing but uh yeah <laughs> david I, still having homework fucking nerd I, 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 I reread a textbook the other day and like oh my um, god someone called me and they're like hey man what are you up to and i'm like reading my textbook and they were like i forget a cold <laughs> I'm a hang up right now. I'm a hang up and never call you again, you fucking nerd. Um, But yeah, it's that time of the week. Where can people find us? Facebook. Uh, At DCMWorks, a social. YouTube. YouTube.com slash DCMWorks. If you want to see the video for this, if you're an audio listener, if you are a video listener, you'll have noticed the set is nearly finished. 
Nearly. Nearly. Not quite. Not quite, but it's getting there. Twitter. Uh, at DCM underscore works. Uh, tw- I, Twitter is like something that we just use for like uh, announcing content and uh, publishing stuff. So if, if you want to find out what we're making. Rampant shit posting. Well, no, I mean like the, the DCM works. Oh, right. Okay. Not our Twitters. Not our Twitters. Uh, but yeah, like if you, if you just want to see like what we're making, that's the best best way to get to it, I think. Patreon. Is that Twitter? Uh, Patreon.com slash DCM works. Uh, our lowest... Subscription tier is $3 a month. You get access to over 60 uh, episodes of our Patreon-only podcast, Open to Suggestion, um, which is a show where we do all kinds of things. Like, we did an E3 recap. Uh, we have this spooky audiobook series. We've got all kinds of stuff. Road to Infinity War. There's a whole bunch of stuff there you can check out. It's all the bamboozle, um, good fun times. It's a good one. And you can chuck it into... You can get the RSS feed, chuck it into your, your, your podcast app and listen to it on the go if you want, which is great. I also posted uh, a few behind-the-scenes videos of how we make some content that you can find there as well. Uh, and then we're actually about to record a pilot for a potential new show um, right after this. So if you want to check out that pilot, you can do Laura's that. in it. Say hi, Laura. Hi. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, <laughs> she's been there the whole time. The whole time. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's going to do it for this week. The only other thing I was going to mention is... If you are listening to this podcast, you can technically buy my book right now. It's technically Ooh. out. It's not launched yet, is but it, it is out. It's on, on, on it's, Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's on uh, iBooks. Goodreads? Is that a thing? Goodreads is a review site. Okay. Is it on Goodreads? <laughs> uh, it's on Goodreads. But if you want right. to buy it, you can now at MaynardTrick.com. Don't speak over my fucking read. Like, son of a bitch. You want to read that no, URL again? You, no, you want to go? MaynardTrick.com. How do you um, spell that? M-A-Y-N-A-R-D-T-R-I-G-G.com. It's linked in the show notes. And there is a promo code down there. AFA pod gets you 15% off. Your total order, so. That's a good spicy yeah. 15% off. And we sh- it ships worldwide. You can buy the ebook or the uh, paperback uh, on, on that site right now. And we're going to add the audiobook when it's finished, which will be in the next month or so. Yeah. It be pretty exciting. And that'll be on... The audiobook is going to go on... Um, uh, what's, it, uh, what's the Audible? dot com i'll go on that one we don't um, have a promo but audible.com but it'll, it'll go on to audible and, slash and itunes and all the places that you would get it so look forward to that but yeah if you want to buy the book you can it's not technically launched but it's out because we went oh they just did it a they week early it. so oh, it's all out so you can buy that if you want um there's super secret yeah, early access we'll put out a trailer for it on the and, feed the, at some point but. books and early access yeah books and, it kind of is though because we weren't <laughs> ready for and we just got the email from amazon and they were like it's out and i'm like it's not though and they were like it is <laughs> so yeah you can, you can get to that if you want um uh, it's something that i have spent the last two years of my life working on with with Aaron, uh and it's something that i'm like the most proud of that i've ever made even though we've made this for longer um you know, it it this show is no good and the book is very good. So I think I think get amongst the book. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Um, I, I had to give it some spice, right, I thought. Sure, like, whatever. Some, like, sizzle. I see um, but if you want some if you want a discount code, uh AFA pod all in caps will get you fifteen percent off your total order. I uh, just use that at the checkout. And yeah, I think that's it. If you're a Patreon, there's a post going up tomorrow telling you how to get your signed copy, so don't order it until that comes out. Or I, do. And you'll get a book and a signed yeah, copy. Or do, get two. Get give one two to your name. Yeah. Give uh, the frame the signed copy it's gonna be worth a lot more in 20 years maybe it's a thick copy that you're gonna have to like a thick frame that you're gonna have to try and you can get like those like those like vacuum seal frames oh yeah, yeah you can do that um but yeah or or alternatively if you want to follow us individually i'm at dc on my hip pie i'm at little citrus we'll see you guys next week
It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as well. It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I? That had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, from. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. I didn't have a joke to end on. No, neither. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you might, though. Nah, I didn't come prepared. Can't get good help around here. <sighs> oh, this is this lazy boy. That doesn't lazy boy. Yeah, it does. Yeah? yeah. Oh, it does. Oh, my legs are too long for these things. <laughs> have you ever met a lazy boy that was the right size? I've never. I mean, when I was like 12, yeah? Yeah.